Welcome to the Sun Striders podcast. Walk talks for our free health and fitness community program to include educational talks with doctors, health coaches, and fun trivia topics. Brought to you by your insurance agency. And our special guest today is Nicole King, the Director of Community Relations with Intermountain Healthcare, formerly known as Healthcare Partners. Go ahead and say hello, Nicole. Hi, Chris. Hi, everyone. Um, like Chris mentioned, my name is Nicole. I'm with Intermountain Healthcare here in Nevada, uh, formerly known as Healthcare Partners. And so I'm excited to join Chris today and share a bit about our organization. Great. Thank you. I know with all the changes coming and sometimes name changes can make people confused or concerned. And, and so that's why we wanted to have this talk is really just to reassure everyone that it is it is the care that people are going to continue to have, the care that they always have had in the past. So what's new about your brand name change? What can you share with the community about that? Yeah, I appreciate it. So sometimes change can be, you know, a bit scary and unknown. And so with Healthcare Partners Nevada joining the Intermountain Healthcare Organization last year, um, you know, we really continue to operate business as usual. Um, and the most recent change was uh, we adopted their name. So we've been Healthcare Partners Nevada for almost 25 years in Southern Nevada. And so changing our name certainly was a, a pretty big change. The good news is that's really the only change that our patients should experience. So if you're one of our patients and you saw your provider last uh, earlier this year in the spring when we were still healthcare partners, um, and you go to see your doctor now as Intermountain, the same level of care and, and quality experience that you receive should be the same um, now that we're Intermountain. So the only change really is that it's been a name change. Very good. There's safety in that. I think there's more to it than even that because Intermountain is very committed to healthcare, right? Especially in Utah. They are a mere company, are they not? Can you elaborate a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I mentioned right now the only change is our name change. And what's exciting is now that we're part of a large regional health system, we will have access to some pretty exciting things to help support the Southern Nevada community. So for those that aren't aware, um, currently Intermountain is the number four health system in the country. And we are number four behind big players like the Mayo Clinic, um, the Cleveland Clinic and Kaiser. So you can see just the, you know, the, the reputation of the organizations uh, that, that, are, that we're up against. And so knowing that the Utah and Idaho teams Really, they have access to industry-leading resources and support, and they are committed to helping to elevate the, the quality of health care um, available to Southern Nevada residents. So it's almost like you have other colleagues you can tie into to share information and share knowledge you've learned from experience within a network of providers who's at this high level of care that you're experience that you guys experience in Intermountain Health is that basically what you're saying? 
Yes. So when we were Healthcare Partners Nevada, um, we were part of a, a local team of about 2,000 caregivers. And by joining Intermountain, we're now part of an organization um, of almost 42,000 caregivers. And so having a much larger team to collaborate with and partner with will just help us um, continue to expand and um, offer new services to our patients here in Nevada. That's amazing. And I, I'm lost for words because I know I told you we just do a conversation. You never know where it's going to take us, and these just you just surprised me even more. So, so I guess <laughs> that this means great things for existing patients. It means more resource. It means more support, even though it's they still have the same care that they understand and know in the same relationships with providers. But now it's even more. Correct and. Yeah, you'll, you'll probably start to see, um, pardon me, that's my dog. Um, you'll probably start to see in the Nevada community that we're gonna be rolling out some new commercials um, and print ads and advertising where we use that exact phrase, Chris, that Intermountain is going to be providing more to the Southern Nevada community. And, you know, the, the initial support um, I mentioned, you know, they've, really let us continue to operate business as usual. So there haven't really been a lot of changes yet, but knowing what, you know, the future looks like, um, I'm very excited because it looks really bright with how Intermountain uh, plans to support Southern Nevada. Wow. So with that, members, are not losing anything, they're gaining more, but also maybe, maybe the other concern we need to be discussing is, you know, with all these changes of plans and doctors being taken from one place to another place, it sounds like everyone is stable with your company, that everyone's gonna, it, things are pretty much business as usual, that they don't have to be fearful of losing their, their plan and their carrier, and there may be, and if I'm not mistaken, there's going to be more opportunity coming. Is that not correct? That is correct. So, um, you know, we we will continue to expand our My Generation Clinic footprint. We currently have 30 locations here in the Valley with over 100 primary care um, providers who are dedicated to caring for our Medicare Advantage patients. So our um, clinical leadership and operations team, they're in the process of scouting additional locations in town to continue that expansion. So um, I know North Las Vegas is hot on our radar in terms of a, a part of town that really is in need of high quality care. And so Intermountain will help support that expansion of our My Generation clinics. And then in terms of, you know, providers moving or leaving, um, I can tell you that we have had less provider turnover this year than the previous three years. And so to your point about stability, you know, we just feel very comfortable right now with how stable our providers and care teams are. Very good. So your service area. So for those who have not familiar with you as a company um, and provider network, what is your service area? What is it, how much is, what does it entail here in Southern Nevada? Yeah, so 
currently we have um, coverage in Clark and Nye counties. And so that um, includes Pahrump, Mesquite, Boulder City, North Las Vegas, Las Vegas, and Henderson. So, um, you know, basically all of those, those communities within Clark and Nye County are in network for um, the Intermountain Healthcare Organization. Uh, we're also working to uh, merge our network here in Southern Nevada with Intermountain's network in Utah and Idaho. Um, that merger has not yet been finalized, but um, our hope is that at some point in the future, our patients will be able to access care across a three-state region. That's one of a kind for, for a planned network to have that kind of uh, flexibility and opportunity to be able to seek care in other places. That's great. Mm -hmm. when, Agreed. I'm going to shift gears. Yeah, I'm shifting gears a little bit for consumers. Well, actually, I want to take a step back for a second. So I want to make sure people listening realize that healthcare partners and really used to be healthcare partners, Intermountain Health, there you go again, see, I've worked with them for so many years. But Intermountain <laughs> Healthcare, accessing care is not just for Medicare beneficiaries. And it's also for people that are under 65, what we call commercial plans. And I think that's a positive because people can, as they age into Medicare, they can still work with their providers and take in work with their same doctors and work with a plan they're already familiar with or a network they're already familiar with. I think that's a positive. I mean, is there, any, is there more you can add to that as well? Yeah, so to your point, um, we, not, we don't just accept Medicare Advantage patients. Uh, we do have locations that are dedicated to caring for our commercial or employer-insured patients. So, um, you know, we really do cover the gamut of care, caring for patients um, all the way from, you know, newborns and pediatrics all the way up to our, our senior population. So currently we care for um, over 300,000 members of the Southern Nevada community, again, all the way from newborns to seniors. Wow, very good. And would you also elaborate a little bit about the ex member experience right now dealing with COVID and the office visits? Because obviously, I, I know you have to do virtual these days. You've got uh, telephonic, and then you obviously have in person. Can you go over that process? Um, how has that worked out? How has it dealt with? Because I, I think I would be not sure how, would, how I should seek care today with this thing. There's Everyone's in a different place, right, with COVID. Some people are very, very... Um, concerned and others are more relaxed and not saying, not trying to get political here, but everyone's in a different place. And so how does a member seek care and what, what should they expect when they're working with their Intermountain Healthcare provider? I think I lost you. Still there? I am. I must have been on mute. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> um, wanted to drown out any of the excess uh, barking in the back. Um, so I was saying that I'm pleased to share that within the first five days of the stay-at-home order by the governor back in March, um, healthcare partners at the time, we were able to start offering virtual visits. So, you know, we, we want to make sure that our patients can continue to access care 
uh, while feeling as safe as, uh, as possible. And so when a patient calls in to schedule an appointment, um, you know, that, that call center rep or, or front desk um, caregiver will make that appointment and, you know, type in the notes some detail about why they're scheduling the appointment. Then the provider, you know, they're looking at their patients on a very individualized basis. And so the provider is then making the determination of, is this appointment something that needs to be done in person? Like there's a procedure that's being done or labs that are being drawn that, you know, you have to physically be there for, or could this be accomplished through a virtual means? And if it can be accomplished through virtual means, um, we have care team support, front desk and medical assistants who will outreach to that patient um, and spend time prior to, to the day of their appointment, getting them up and running through that virtual platform. Um, I'm pleased to also share that up until this point, uh, we've been able to um, offer almost 38,000 virtual visits since the middle of March. So, you know, there, there were some growing pains at first, you know, leveraging these, these um, virtual platforms is sometimes difficult for folks. And so that's why we've been really working kind of one-on-one -on -one with our patients to help get them up to speed. Because um, again, we wanna make sure that they have access to care while still feeling safe and protected. Very good. You know, I have to also bring up one of, our, our, one of my favorite things about Intermountain Healthcare, which is the urgent care clinics. Being that I'm on a commercial plan, uh, which is an, an employer group plan, and we're under 65, my family has always used your urgent care clinics, and especially the one on the one we go to is on the Win off on what's on Win and Tropicana. So it's just West Tropicana, go underneath like the railroad tracks. Actually, there's like a bridge there, and then on the right. Um, and the bottom line is they always had extended hours. They used to be 24, but hours that I don't think they are anymore. But We've been able to seek care any time of the day for the most part. We've gone in, I've been able to get stitches uh, without having to go to the emergency room and pay thousands of dollars um, when it really wasn't a life-threatening emergency, but also when those just, you want to be able to get see someone now because they are so kind and so courteous and they're able to accomplish so much at your urgent care that it's, it's just been, it's been a blessing to my wife and to my family and our children for years. So um, anything you can add to that about your urgent care clinics? Yeah, thank you, Chris. I'm you know, so glad that you've had a, a good experience at our, um, our urgent cares. And I can tell you that when we adopted the Intermountain name um, back in June, we also adopted their name for their urgent cares. So our urgent cares are now called Instacare Clinics. Um, and the same level of care and, and type of service that were available at the urgent cares continue to be available now that they're called Instacares. Uh, we do have four Instacare clinics here in Southern Nevada. We also have an affiliate network of urgent care and walk-in clinics that include an additional 16 locations. And so what I would encourage, you know, listeners to do if, if you're unsure of, you know, should I seek care at an Instacare clinic versus an emergency room. You know, if you're a patient of Intermountain, I would encourage you to call your primary care provider first. Uh, we have a dedicated team of nurses who are helping to triage those types of calls. 
and will help point you in the right direction of where is best to seek care. Um, but, you know, those Instacare uh, clinics, um, it's a great uh, resource to leverage for those non-emergent kind of same-day needs. And I can also share that for the Intermountain patients, we will have drive-through flu clinics at the wind location that Chris referenced, along with our West Lake Mead Clinic, which is near the Fiesta in Henderson. And so these yep. two drive-through clinics will allow our patients to get vaccinated for the flu without ever having to leave their car. So um, we encourage you to get vaccinated this flu season um, to keep you and your family safe. Very good. So shifting gears a little bit, so if someone's listening to this podcast and, and they needed to ask, they wanted to ask their broker, you know, when they want to find a new provider, what should they ask their broker and how should they go about selecting a provider? That's yeah, an opinion there so from your, your puppy. She's <laughs> <laughs> trying to chime in. So um, there are a couple of different uh, things to chat with your broker about when considering any changes during the Medicare annual enrollment period. So on the plan side of things, you know, each year, those the health insurance plans, Medicare Advantage plans do change. Sometimes the changes are small, sometimes the changes are big. So I would encourage um, listeners to, one, really think through what your health care needs are. Have any, has anything changed during the last year? Have you, do you have a new diagnosis? Um, are you on new medications? And so bringing those items to your broker's attention will help the broker determine if there may be a, a new or different plan that's a better fit for you. In addition to having those conversations about your health care needs, it's also important to consider what you're looking for in a primary care provider. You know, do you have a preference of gender, male versus female? Um, do you have specific language needs? You know, somebody who is fluent in Spanish or um, Mandarin. Uh, and then also the part of town that you're in. You know, for the most part, people like to go to a doctor's office that's nearby. So these are all things to bring to that conversation with your broker so they can help make sure you're in the right plan for you and that you have the right primary care provider. I agree. I know that um, I was asking you, even myself as a broker, I know the answer, but it's nice to ask someone else in the profession to see what they, a broker should be doing or a consumer should be doing when they're working with a broker. And I agree. I think yeah. people don't realize as well is that the brokers have no impact on the benefits that you're choosing, meaning that it's the same premium, it's the same benefits as if you were to try to do it on your own. When you can go to a broker and the broker is paid to help you and the broker is compensated the same with all the plans. So what I'm trying to say, your broker is always free for to use. There's no cost to you, but you have a broker who's an advocate to help you navigate which plan's best for you. But what I can strongly suggest is that you work with a local broker, someone that you can sit eyeball to eyeball. So if there's a problem, you can address it. Working with internet brokers from another state to me, in my opinion, is, is they don't know Nevada. They don't know 
any all those details that are really important, nor do they have maybe relationships with the doctors, because a lot of times people seek the broker's advice saying, do you know a broker or, or do you know a doctor that lives by me or works by me so I can choose the best doctor so I don't have to drive across town? Or is there a personality differences or that I, there are similarities in personality, those type of things to help them choose that best provider. And the brokers have access to those resources. And that's why it's another great reason to select a broker. Also, you need to be concerned about is when you consider changing plans, what about my medications? And we want to make sure those medications are covered, that there's no loss of coverage uh, in the sense of that medication not being covered. And, and so it's really a partnership between the, the provider, your doctor, the broker and the carrier. We all have to work together to help give you the best, the best plan that's for you. And so mm -hmm. with that, what kind of fun or opportunities do patients have to be able to have a uh, connect with you? Is there any community outreach or any free classes, events, social resources, anything that those people considering and or members of these plans could participate in to be able to get to know you more as a provider network? That is a great question, Chris. I, I appreciate you asking. So we typically have either participated or hosted um, in-person events in the community. And obviously during the era of COVID, that is just not feasible. So we worked to shift our in-person events to be done virtually. So for all those that are listening, uh, please don't hesitate to visit our website um, at hcpnv.com slash events. Um, you can also visit our Facebook page um, to see that event lineup. And so we offer uh, various formats uh, for these virtual events. So we have our tried and true doc talks uh, where you'll get to um, meet virtually one of our providers while they educate uh, you on a health-related topic. We also have um, our Medicare 101s where uh, we partner with a broker resource to educate um, our attendees on the different uh, parts of Medicare. We have a couple of new event formats that we developed because of COVID, um, knowing that everyone is you know, for the most part stuck at home and really craving social interaction, we now offer monthly coffee with a doc um, where we highlight one of our providers who are accepting new patients and have a kind of a candid informal conversation uh, with them over a cup of coffee. Uh, so that would give you the opportunity to kind of get to know some of our providers and, you know, ask them any questions that you have. Um, and then we also have been offering virtual fitness classes so that our patients and community residents can continue to be active, um, even if they're stuck at home without access to a gym. Very good, very good. So also want to make sure that um, the listeners have the ability to learn more about even, you know, about other activities that we're doing. And so if they go to yialv.com, forward slash Sunstriders. Uh, that's our walking program where we have a group of people that walk and track their steps and we give out monthly awards and, and whatnot. And this is where we have uh, doc talks as well to support there and get some more information. Also, um, you can also do the yialv.com forward slash broker and you can find a broker 
Now, if you notice, I said broker and not agent. There's a difference. An agent works for a carrier, meaning that's all they sell is one insurance company's products. When you have a broker, we represent many carriers. And what that allows us to do is allow us to shop for a plan that best fits your needs. And in closing, though, I'm going to have a closing remark, and I'm going to ask you to, to say if you have any final remarks. But also, those listening, you know, if you want to know who Intermountain Healthcare partners with, if you will, is they, for those on Medicare, uh, you have access to um, Humana and United Healthcare. And there'll be a new carrier coming on the first of uh, the year, which we'll be able to announce soon. And then also on the commercial side, I know it's United Healthcare and a few other plans. I don't know if there's anything you can add to that at all, Nicole, or do we need to wait? No, I, I can certainly add a little bit more color, um, knowing that this information is going to be released after October 1st. So Chris alluded to the fact that we'll be accepting uh, another Medicare Advantage product um, effective January 1st, and that will be a new MA plan with Select Health that will be exclusive with the Intermountain Network. So that plan is available um, during the Medicare AEP period this fall. So definitely connect with your, your broker to discuss those options. And then from a commercial standpoint, we accept many, many, many plans. And if you'd like to know if your plan is accepted um, by our network, uh, feel free to visit our website, um, hcpnb.com. And the top navigation bar, there is a resources section. And under the resources dropdown, there is an accepted plans page. And so that page lists all of the commercial or employer plans that we accept. Perfect. And it's being simpler than that. So I appreciate you being here today with us, Nicole. And is there any other remarks or any other thoughts that maybe you wanted to be able to share that we didn't get a chance to share? Yeah, I would just, you know, wrap up by saying that if you're interested in becoming a patient with Intermountain Healthcare, there's a variety of ways to do so. Um, you can feel free to give us a call. Um, contact information is listed on our website. Uh, we also have a uh, contact us web form. So if you would prefer submitting your information to receive a call back, that is also an option. Um, or you can attend one of our virtual events to connect with our team there. We you know, really look forward to hopefully meeting you uh, soon and hope everyone stays safe and healthy out there. Great. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Look forward to our next Sunstriders podcast, Walk Talk. will be coming soon. Have a great week. Take care. Bye-bye, everyone. For more information about the sponsors and topics discussed here today, please visit our website at yianv.com forward slash Sunstriders and like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Sunstriders.